Hi, I'm Alois Mungira and you're listening to the CFM Sport Podcast. Z. Lionel Messi has conquered his final peak. Lionel Messi has shaken hands with paradise. Time for the biggest sports stories. Max Verstappen has taken the checkered flag to win the Japanese Grand Prix. Max Verstappen, two-time world champion. The biggest interviews. These are happy tears, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. And I wouldn't be Serena if it wasn't Venus. So thank you, Venus. And all the analysis right here. There's no question that LeBron James at the worst is a top three player in the history of basketball since the game was invented. I don't want to hear that. It's just blasphemous. It's blasphemous. Let me finish. Let you finish. I'll let you talk. Every weekday, it's my sport. It's your sport. It's CFM sport. Let's join the team for the biggest show in the world of sport on CFM Stereo. My station, your station. It's a very good evening, Zimbabwe. It is uh, ZFM Sports on a Thursday, throwback Thursday, we call it here on the show because in terms of our music selection, we go back into time, but the sport stays uh, current and we maintain the currency. And indeed, it is currency that we are talking about because today uh, we talk to the Locke brothers, that's Benjamin and Courtney Locke, who are in the studio with us and they'll be talking about keeping Zimbabwe in their current position and not dropping down to the Africa group. We're hoping that the Davis Cup team can do the business and we hear from their own lips what they think of their chances against Uruguay. That's on the show, the first half of the show. It's our special, that World Group 2 playoff at RS Sports Club, which starts uh, tomorrow. Uh, and tonight is a special. And a special person who joins me in the studio is Chris Meadzi. Another special person is our producer, Sean Tefirinika. And I'm just Barry Manandi. Later on, we'll be joined by Alois Bunji for the beautiful game and around the world 60 we've still got up that as part of the show we have updates from South Africa Australia Ireland and the United States and when we are done with potentially the tallest guest we've ever had on the <laughs> we're going to get into the beautiful game where Manchester United boss Eric Ten Hag hopes Jaden Sancho can return to his best form after making his first appearance since October in last night's victory over Nottingham Forest in the Carabao Cup semi-finals in Spain Barcelona coach Xavi says Catalan's away win at Real Betis to move eight points at the top of La Liga was one of their best wins of the season. And in Germany, Bayern Munich head coach Julian Nagelsmann praised the creativity of new signing João Cancelo in last night's win at Mainz that booked their spot in the German Cup quarterfinals. Hi, this is Benjamin Locke. I'm on the Zimbabwe Davis Cup team and you're listening to ZFM Sport. It's your favourite uh, CFM sport on a Thursday, throwback Thursday. Uh, 0731168045 is our number right here in the studio. That's our WhatsApp number. And like we said earlier, we are talking Davis Cup 
tennis. Uh, that big match of the World Group 2 playoff against Uruguay at Harare Sports Club. And we've got two of uh, the most uh, famous brothers uh, in our Zimbabwe team. And that's Courtney uh, and uh, Benjamin Locke, of course. Uh, Super Benji uh, Locke in the studio. And we're talking to them about their chances and what they think about Uruguay. But ahead of that, let's uh, hear from Chris on our local sports news roundup. The Home Front. Local sports news and analysis. Let's give you a local sports news starting off with cricket where Lady Chevron's batter Shani Myers has registered for the inaugural 2023 Women's Premier League in India, which is scheduled to take place in March. Myers, who is ranked number 20 in the ICC Women's T20 batting rankings, could become the first Zimbabwean women's player to take part in the new tournament if she's picked by one of the five clubs that are going to be competing. Incredible news this. Uh, Still a lot of work to be done in the women's game, but definitely Shani Myers making her mark and hopefully she gets picked by one of these clubs. We know that can only bode well for the Lady Shepherds. Yeah, certainly. And and listen, and I think uh, if she uh, participates in this inaugural edition, uh, already having her name there is an indelible mark on the world of cricket. But the hope is that she then kicks on because mm-hmm. I think the, the money will continue to flow as the years go on. But this being part of this inaugural edition, fantastic for Sean Myers. In bodybuilding news, which is a sport not sport, according to Alois Bunjira, seasoned bodybuilder Godwin <laughs> Simbarashi Maka was selected, was elected the World Fitness Federation International Zimbabwe president and all. Africa executive member Maka who has won several accolades both locally and regionally said he's happy to be part of a team that will lead the federation during the next term. Finish off with some Castle Lager Premier Soccer League news Dynamos are looking forward to sign a fourth goalkeeper which coach Herbert Marua says should be under the age of 20. The Glamour boys already have three goalies that's Taiman Vula, Prince Tafire Mutsa and Frank Kuchine in their fold. The Warriors, the Chevrons, the Cheetahs, the Mighty Warriors, and the Sables. From the pool to the track to the field, we are Team Zimbabwe. So Zimbabwe's Davis Cup a team returns to action when they play Uruguay in a World Group 2 playoff at Harare Sports Club so starting tomorrow and tonight we've got special guests in the studio as I said earlier uh, from the Davis Cup team and that's uh, Benjamin Locke and Courtney Locke Super Benji and Courtney uh, action will get underway tomorrow with the two singles matches set ahead of the doubles and uh, reverse singles matches uh, which takes place on Saturday and uh, good evening Gents, and welcome back to ZFM uh, Sport. You've been here before, and it's always good to have you. How good is it to have Davis Cup uh, tennis back? Yeah, thanks for having us. It's great. Um, obviously, we don't get to play at home a lot, so to play Davis Cup and get this uh, opportunity to play here again, it's uh, fantastic. Uh, Courtney, uh, the, the double circuit has been treating you guys pretty well. You've been making uh, some some pretty good inroads uh, in that regard. Um, how, how's that been going? Just give us a quick update before we talk about Davis Cup uh, proper. Yeah, it's good. Um, our 2022 season was, was our best one yet. We had career highs in both singles and doubles, and we solidified ourselves and played a full schedule on the ATP Challenger Tour, so um, which was a, a big goal of ours. And um, yeah, it was an amazing season. Um, we're looking to kind of uh, 
take off where we, you know, keep going where we where we uh, left off. And um, yeah, it was a, it was a great year. We made two Challenger finals um, mm. and uh, we won three ITF titles. So it was a it was a great year. And uh, I think we're looking to take that form into the Davis Cup. Uh, tell tell us about the the the. I think people may not know. Maybe let me direct this to to, to Benji. Um, people may not the, know the the stratification of the tours uh, uh, in the ITF. Uh, obviously, there's the futures and then yeah. la la la. Mm-hmm. You guys are on the professional circuit, and then of course there's the ATP Challenger Tour. Uh, just give us a, a a quick synopsis of how it all works, so that people know exactly where you guys are relative to what we watch when we then watch uh, the the Zverev's Nolays and Nadal's. Okay, yeah. So I mean, when you first start playing professional tennis, you start on the ITF World Tour, also known as the Futures Tour, and that caters to about 8,000 players. So in order to progress, you have to beat everyone there, basically, <laughs> and uh, be in you know the top 20 of that tour. And once you do that and you enter in singles the top 400 in the world, then you're on the ATP Challenger Tour, which also allows you to play the ATP World Tour. So. Okay. Um, and it's the same for doubles, but doubles you have to be top 250 in the world um, to have that opportunity. So yeah, the ATP Tour and the ATP Challenger Tour are blended together. Okay. And a lot of the event, events coincide with each other. So I think the biggest thing for us was to get basically onto that ATP level. Right. Um, and um, yeah, easier said than done. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you're competing against 8,000 other players who want to mm. do it. So Yo. yeah, it was a huge breakthrough for us and um, we're really happy. So when you're taking a look at that, that sounds pretty steep, but I'm sure preparation for any tournament is also incredibly difficult sometimes. How are the preparations going for this Davis Cup Challenge? Um, yeah, preparations have been good. Both Benji and I played um, 125 challenges, which is the highest level challenge, ATP challenger you can play, mm-hmm. the week before this in Europe. So um, we played two events leading up to that. So, um, you know, we obviously circle Davis Cup week um, well in advance and, and plan and prepare to be in our best form possible for, yeah. for this week. Um, and uh, yeah, the preparation has been good, getting used to the altitude and everything. And uh, I think we're, we're ready to go. Uh, you, you say you're ready to go and you're talking about uh, playing in, in Europe. Benji, just tell us and, and, and focus us on the differences of you guys playing in Europe. Uh, what was it last week? Uh, and then coming to Harare uh, and then playing at Harare Sports Club. Uh, first of all, altitude. Secondly, surface. How does that all impact the game? Very good question. Um, yeah, in Europe, Courtney and I were playing on indoor hard courts, uh, very low bouncing. And obviously freezing outside so um, <laughs> I'll bet <laughs> yeah. actually the court surface is pretty fast it stays very low so it's actually quite difficult for us tall guys um, and you're coming out here to Harare you know 30 degrees on a good day um, very hot yep. and um, the surface here at Harare Sports Club it bounces extremely high so that favors us a lot helps us with our serves and also with the altitude um, it takes a while to adjust um, to the breathing and being able to control the ball because the ball flies a lot faster. Okay. So basically for us this weekend, the formula is going to be holding our serve mm-hmm. and being really consistent from the baseline. Okay. All right. So given that, that that's the, the formula, you know, I hope Uruguay was listening. Now they know exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they, know exactly. Oh, they, know, they know already. You talked about uh, the, the, the issues to do with altitude. Does that help or hinder us um, as Zimbabweans uh, relative to, the, uh, to Uruguay? Are they sort of coming from similar conditions? What, what, what's the story they're calling? Yeah, I think... Um, 
you know, Benji and I have played in South America uh, last year for a couple of months. So we, you know, we got to play there. And, and in general, um, kind of especially Argentina, Uruguay, it's, it's sea level, so it's very slow. Uh, it's clay court, so this is kind of the opposite for them. Okay, nice. But with that being said, they are obviously, you know, one of the doubles players just flown from Australia, playing Australian Open. Um, so they, they're very good players. They're professional. They learn to adapt and everything. But I think we have a slight edge, and you know. Both Benji and I and the rest of the team have, you know, grown up and been born in, in these conditions. So right. I think we definitely, um, yeah, have the advantage on, on that. And, and of course, you've got the drum beat behind you. So oh, that, yeah. that, 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 that <laughs> I can't forget the drummers. No, no, forget yeah, they, they asked to borrow a Castle Corner for the weekend. There that, you that go, yes. Good idea. I'm going to attack the house. <laughs> so speaking of the team, you mentioned the team there. How's it being captained by uh, Takanyi Garanganga and also just the composition of the team? As a whole, we've been seeing a lot of content on social. So, you know, shout out to Zimbabwe Tennis. We're actually getting some behind the scenes, which is really, really cool. How's the mood been with the entire team? It's been great. I think um, Courtney and I are, first of all, we're really good friends uh, with Takani. He's one of our best friends and a former teammate as well. We've also traveled with him to many tournaments. I did a tour with him in uh, the US a couple of years ago. So, yeah, we know each other really well. He knows our game so well. He's done a fantastic job. He's been super professional. Um, getting all the statistics and data on our opponents and formulating you know the game plan and how we want everything to run um, and he's done a good job with the team chemistry he's really mm. motivated all the players nice. and um, yeah he's also he's also been pretty relaxed he knows we're professionals he's been in our shoes before yeah he understands how things are going so I think um, overall he's done a great job and it's great to see he's uh, very excited for tomorrow I think it's his debut yeah. as a captain so oh, it's fantastic. a special day for him to yeah. go from a um, you know, a star player to now the captain. Yeah. So I think he's, um, you know, he's really happy with how things have played out. Well, so speaking of friendship, sorry, just to take yeah. us down a little dust road there. How do you maintain a social life as a player, which I'm sure you need, but the amount of travel that's involved in your lifestyle, just from what you're saying, how do you balance that out in terms of just maintaining regular old relationships? Um, yeah, it's obviously difficult. It's probably one of the biggest sacrifices that comes with being a professional athlete and probably more specifically in tennis and golf because you're, mm -hmm. you're traveling to a different country or a different city almost every single week. So, um, yeah, you, you obviously try to maintain your friendships, but ultimately your circle becomes pretty small. Um, mm -hmm. And, um, you know, you we, we try to kind of invest in, in people who are very close to us. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's not easy, but I think off the court and, and on our off weeks, which are very few throughout the year, we uh, we try to spend time with our friends and <laughs> and uh, and close family. Yeah, well, thank God for FaceTime. Can you imagine that you guys use that a lot? Uh, just a quick one, Benji. Just just give us a give us a, a, a summary of because the job of a captain in in any other sport is very different. To, to Davis Cup mm -hmm. uh, and so just give us a and, and it's, it's it's an opportunity for all of us to learn yeah. what exactly does a captain do what, what's their mandate well they have to manage the team they have to at the end of the day we've got the world rankings you know which ultimately decide the lineup but it's in Davis Cup it's under the captain's discretion on who he's wants to play and who he thinks is the fittest on the day to play so he has to manage that and obviously different personalities different game styles we're all coming from different parts of the world mm. um, specifically on court he's basically focused on tactics okay you know what what is uh, what are we doing that's making us win and what position you know would say Uruguay would be in that they are winning and we try to you know avoid that position and mm. um, 
You know, Tikani's been great. Honestly, he pulled out a lot of data and statistics on our opponents' patterns, right. where they like to serve. You know, their favorable shot. And uh, for him, it's to have in and to be on court and be able to see things that the player can't see. You know, because we're so focused on what's going on with the actual game. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it's a lot of stress. So- so that's an important role. It sounds very, a lot heavier important. than yeah, I thought exactly. it was. He doesn't, he doesn't actually, he can't really call a timeout, mm. you know, and, and formulate a plan. It's, it's right there on the spot. And, you know, we get about 45 seconds changeover and that's it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, wow. as a player, you're also just trying to recover during that time. So he can't overload you with information. But Takani's experienced. He's been doing a great job so far. So, you know, we're really happy to have him on the team. So he needs to be a fantastic communicator. Keep it brief. you got 45 seconds, He brother. needs some Red Bull as well. <laughs> Right. Oh, he loves Red Bull. <laughs> our, uh, our locker room fridge is stacked with Red Bull. Uh, <laughs> he needs with, it. Uh, okay, all three of you are getting a bill from our marketing department for those. <laughs> that shameless was the Lock Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> all right, we're talking to the Lock Brothers, uh, Courtney and Benji. They are in the studio. Send through uh, your uh, well wishes for them. They start in our Davis Cup match against Uruguay uh, tomorrow. It runs until Saturday. Uh, and uh, we got a message from Henry Kakopa in Dublin, Ireland, and he sent fire emojis and says, Davis Cup is back in Zimbabwe. So he's very excited, and he's all the way in Dublin, Ireland. We're talking a little bit more about the match itself straight after this. Hi, this is Billie Jean King. This is Marion Bartoli. I'm Mats Villander. This is Mary Carrillo. I'm Stan Rowenka. I'm Leighton Hewitt. This is Yannick Noah, and you're listening to ZFM Stereo Sport and a whole lot more. Z. We're talking uh, to our Davis Cup team stars, uh, the Locke brothers, uh, Courtney and Benji Locke. Uh, they're in the studio with us. They're taking on Uruguay starting tomorrow in the Davis uh, Cup. Uh, that is the World Group 2 playoff that starts at Harare Sports Club uh, tomorrow. We've been talking to them uh, all this time about gen- uh, tennis in general and uh, their careers as well, zeroing in on some of the elements to do with the match. Now, let's dive in r- to do with the time against Uruguay. What do we know about Uruguay? I certainly know that their their, uh, highest ranked player, that's Pablo Cuevas, uh, he's not going to be able to join them this time. That's yay for us. Uh, But who else is in there, Courtney? Um, yeah, so obviously uh, Pablo is not playing, which was obviously a plus going into it. Um, but alternatively, you know, also we lost one of our players, Matulio Subanda, has mm, been injured yeah. during camp. So, um, but I think you know Pablo's brother Martin, he's been playing on the Challenger Tour and the ATP Tour for for a long time now. Um, he's done very well in doubles with his brother and with um, Karu, the other player on the team. So um, fortunately, yeah, Benji and I have seen them play quite a yeah. bit. We've been playing the same tournaments, so we've familiar with them um, I think they bring a lot of experience in doubles uh, I think they'll be probably seeing doubles as their strong point but the good news is we like to see doubles as our strong point as, right as well yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's going to be a doubles party uh, you talked about the statistics Benji that uh, um, Takanyi's brought out uh, and obviously those are, are very useful has it assisted to have that sort of data on the opponent uh, absolutely I think um, as Courtney was saying we know the, the team quite well from Uruguay and I actually played doubles uh, two years ago against uh, Martin Cuevas. Mm. So I got some good um, 
match time against him. And um, no, with the data Takani board has been great. Um, we've been formulating our practices on that, our practice sets. We've been running game plans, you know, what we'd like to do in moments of pressure. So um, no, it's been fantastic. And I think it's uh, it's the way sports is going. You know, yeah. you have to you have to know your opponents well. And uh, I think all the top athletes in the world, you know, I think Djokovic is the king of that. He studies his opponents and, um, you know, then makes the real-time decisions out mm. there on the court. So when you're taking a look at the Davis Cup, um, it's going to be a little bit different. It's being played over two days as opposed to three. How demanding does that make it and what does that difference do for you as a team and also just individually? Um, I think, you know, the, the old format of Davis Cup actually used to be best of five sets. Mm-hmm. And uh, Benji, Benji and I have both played, you know, some five setters and, and four setters. So that used to be probably a lot more, more grueling. Um, mm-hmm. The difference was the doubles was separated and it was um, on its own day, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, I think, uh, I think it, you know, probably tougher on, on Benji as he goes singles on the first day. We play doubles on Saturday morning and then right into singles after that. Yeah. Um, um, but you know we, yeah, we uh, we professional athletes like to you know, take pride in our fitness. So it's a, it's a tough rule. We, yeah. we come from the doubles, and there's so so many emotions, and you know, obviously you've got that you know kind of adrenaline flowing in your body after a match, and they actually just need to calm down and. You know, they only give you 30 minutes between the doubles and the first singles, um, the next singles match. So um, it is challenging, but um, luckily this isn't the first time we've had to play this format. So we're used to it. And um, yeah, we pride ourselves on being fit. So um, it's nothing that we're worried about. Uh, you, you talked about it being best of five in terms of sets. Now it's now it's uh, first to three, isn't it? Best of three. Yeah. Yeah. Best, of, best of three. Best of three. So yeah. that, 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 that at least takes a little bit of the... Uh, the, the strain off I was about to say the yeah. edge off no, 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 the edge no, 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 is always there it's taxing on the body yeah, yeah 100% and uh, listen guys we've got to address the elephant in the room it's massive it's sitting here it's big and pink um, and so we have to deal with it um, the prospect of relegation into the Africa zone um, Shucks, how how is that figuring in your in your thinking? Is it figuring at all? Yeah. Uh, or or are you guys sort of geared up to say no no we're staying in the world group? No, obviously you have to you have to be prepared for both outcomes. Um, last year this time we played against El Salvador. Mm-hmm. They had a very good squad and we lost the heartbreaker of a match, and we went back into the Africa Group Three, and um, we went to play the Group Three zones in Algeria. And obviously we were the top seed there, but it, it was tough. Um, Worst conditions to play in, not as nice, tennis courts, brutal conditions, over 40 degrees Celsius. Um, You play so many matches, um, five days in a row against different nations and it's Mm. just uh, very, very tough mentally um, and not easy to do. And we went there with um, a humble attitude and we said, right, no matter what, we're going to get out of here and get back into the world group and Mm. um, we've done that. I think we were joking last night saying that, you know, we, we lost such a big match at home against El Salvador. Yeah. So now it's time to redeem ourselves. So we're going with the redeem team. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the, that's the mentality. So team title for the week. Yeah. There you go. Redeem team. <laughs> redeem team. Love it. Yeah, I know, 100%. And there's a message for the redeem team from Victor. He says, Davis Cup, Harare, let's go and support the boys. We are with you in spirit, Benji and Courtney. And I'm sure awesome. uh, that applies to the rest of the team and as well that's Victor he's uh, out in Wulawayo and then he also slipped in there I just want to wish happy birthday to Eric Ten Hag whatever dude <laughs> <laughs> we don't do it there's no birthday messages here sports show <laughs> putting together a sports show yeah uh, 
Shane Tapera, Takura Muandagara, Ronan Mtisi, and Thompson Tomo. Now, those are names that probably don't mean anything to anyone out there, but we understand that this is the developmental side uh, that's working along with you guys. How important is it for you to rub shoulders with them, and are they the future of uh, Zim Tennis? Yeah, I think it's incredibly important. Um, you know, both Benji, myself, Takani, um, and Ms. Lili, we all came in kind of as teenagers, um, you know, or top juniors, and it's a great way to gain experience and be on the team, even if you don't play right away, but mm. being able to see how we train and, and and, and as you said, rub shoulders and, and get experience that way. So I think it's been great. Takani's done a great job of handling them. They've been working very hard, actually been getting up every day at 6.30 and Takani's had them in the gym. And uh, we've had a lot of Q&As, you know, mm. um, with them just kind of picking What's up. What sort of range. ages? I think they're all between 16 and 18. Okay. Yeah, 16, uh, that's 17. cool. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it, I think it's great for them. And um, from what we've seen, they, they're hitting the ball well. I think, you know, it's more important. The, the, the most important thing is the kind of the path and the graduation from where they are at now yeah. to professional tennis. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I think what they can get out from this weekend is, you know, is uh, invaluable. Um, it's priceless for them to be able to see, you know, top level tennis right in front of them on their doorstep uh, is huge. And, you know, I wish I, ha- I was able to see that at 15, 16 years old. Mm. It would have helped me a lot. And you learn so much by watching other players and players better than yourself. So I think it's, um, it's great to see so many youngsters coming through. And um, I was always talking to them, and Courtney's always been helping them as well. And uh, credit to them, they've worked hard this camp. They've been waking up super early, they've been practicing twice a day, doing fitness. So it hasn't just been a leisure, a leisure <laughs> week for them. It hasn't they're, been a holiday. No, they're exhausted, they're tired. Um, That's good. But um, they're having a great time. And yeah, I love being involved with youth, so it's great to see development happening in the sport. Phenomenal. And we're seeing a lot more content, like I said, from Zimbabwe Tennis. There's new leadership there. Um, what's the support been like from them? And also, there's some corporate partners now. So, Econet Wireless, BS Steel, Stan Big Bank, Zimoko's jumped in there as well. They are friends of the show as well. Um, we see these brands coming in and that support must be incredible first of all for the association but i think for you as players as well yeah i think um I give credit where it's due well done to zimbabwe as you said the media coverage has been great yeah. you know they've really upped their social medias i think they had a brand change as well yes um you know they had some in-house issues i think they've resolved so i think um the effort is there um that being said you know obviously i think you know personally they could do a little bit better just on player pathway um, you know, they've done a good job with the junior tournaments, um, but they, I think if they could include some more professional events back home, mm-hmm. it would not only benefit the professional players, but just the younger players as well. Um, so that would be something to look at. Uh, and obviously for us, our personal sponsors, BSI Steel and Dab and Drip Tech Pumps um, have been great. You know, without them, we wouldn't be able to play the schedule that we want to yeah. play. And their financial assistance is huge. So, you know, we thank them so much. And it's great to see corporates being involved. Uh, in sport in Zimbabwe, I've seen it happen in the cricket, and yeah. it's happened so much now in the tennis. So, no, we we hope it continues to grow and gets better. Well, you heard the message, Castle Corner. Come and support the boys uh, tomorrow. Starting tomorrow, what, what time does the first match start? Uh, first match starts at 11 a.m. At 11 a.m. Chippenberry so. kicking it off us. Chippenberry <laughs> <laughs> kicking it off. And so uh, that, that's at Harare Sports Club at the tennis courts over there, the tennis stadium now uh, at Harare Sports Club. Uh, so Castle Corner, 
go there, be loud, uh, and then silence at the surf. <laughs> <laughs> so Uruguay ranked 42nd on the Davis Cup uh, team rankings, 25 places ahead of Zimbabwe. Uh, and as we said earlier, they're missing their uh, highest-ranked player as Pablo Cuevas. Uh, however, they're still a handy side, but we believe uh, that we have uh, the best... Uh, players in Davis Cup history, they just don't know it yet. <laughs> they're going to start. Pro- they're going to start proving it <laughs> no, as redeem of team. Uh, redeem team. I like that. That's that's going to be our mantra for the rest of uh, this weekend. We'll give you all the results and how it's all gone on uh, Monday's edition of ZFM Sport. But guys, thanks so much for coming through. No, thanks for having us. We had a yeah, great time. Thanks for having us. And uh, they say there's more oxygen the higher you go. So <laughs> thanks for finishing all the oxygen. These guys are. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I think we actually need to post something on social. They are the tortoise. So, gonna so we're gonna we're gonna take we're gonna take our play of the, the day just now after we go around the world in sixty and then we're gonna take a pic with you guys and we'll post that on our socials and you can just see how tall these guys are. It's not that I'm short. It's just that they're very <laughs> whatever Benji. <laughs> Alright guys, let's go around the world in sixty. All the best guys, all the best for the weekend. Thanks Thank so you. much. Cheers. Hi, this is Benjamin Locke. I'm on the Zimbabwe Davis Cup team, and you're listening to ZFM Sport. Around the world in 60 seconds. International sports news. We take off in South Africa where Jofra Archer insists he must remain patient in his comeback from injury despite producing career-best figures in England's consolation ODI victory over South Africa yesterday. In news from Australia, Open champion and live golfer Cameron Smith says the world ranking system is becoming obsolete as a result of points not being awarded to events on the Saudi-backed series. This is going to become an issue a little bit later on, but for now, I think they, they, they're happy with the money. Head over to Ireland, rugby captain Johnny Sexton and he does not hold a grudge against Wales coach Warren Gatland regarding his painful British and Irish Lions snub. And we'll touch down in the United States where Damian Lillard scored 42 points for the second game in a row as the Portland Trailblazers defeated the Memphis Grizzlies 122 to 112 early this morning. Your, your hit mu- music station. My station. Your station. It's everybody's station. Z FM Stereo. The big leagues. The big teams. The big players. The beautiful game on ZFM Sport. All the rivalry. Stars. There goes Holland. He's on his way again. He's hungry. He scored. He always does. He always will. Nothing more certain. And all the game-changing moments. Marcus Rashford. He can't miss at the moment, Marcus Rashford. All the updates from the Premier League on ZFM Sport. It's time for the beautiful game And of course we are joined by Alois Bungira Of course Zimbabwe and Caps United A legend uh, played all over the world And he's going to be talking to us And giving us pearls of wisdom As pertains to the world of football Apart from his thoughts on Man United Which are horribly biased And it's Man United that we begin <laughs> with Where their boss Eric Ten Hag Hopes Jadon Sancho can return to his best form After making his first appearance since October In Wednesday night's uh, victory over Nottingham Forest In the Carabao Cup semi-finals United 
will face a Newcastle in the showpiece on the 26th of February after they beat uh, Forest 2-0 in the semi-final leg, second leg uh, at Old Trafford to seal a 5-0 aggregate win. Let's hear from the Manchester United boss Eric Ten Hag. Um, I think always most important that players enjoy football because that gives energy and um, and that gives also I think the motivation uh, to uh, to act and and to to perform and I think it was great the reception from the fans um, uh, to him and I think also that that uh, that will back him and that will that will give him uh, even more push. Had to to continue in the way he's now acting, and uh, uh, it's just started again. So the restart, uh, he's back in character now for two weeks. We see that smile. Hopefully, I can, he can keep that smile and really contribute to this team because yeah, when he is in a good form, yeah, he's really important player for us. Z. Uh, the voice there of Manchester United gaffer Eric Ten Hag. And uh, in truth, there was never in doubt, Alois, um, because they already had a 3-0 advantage mm. over Nottingham Forest. Nottingham Forest themselves are struggling to find form, struggling to gel uh, in the Premier League. They looked a little bit better in this encounter, uh, but it was always going to be United. Yeah, I think uh, Man United actually had uh, the foot off the pedal. Uh, we were watching it with son yesterday and we bemoaned the way Nottingham Forest were playing. They were better than the last time, mm. but you cannot play football at that slow pace. Yeah. They were not even playing. They didn't look like they even want, they wanted anything uh, from, from, out, from of the game, out, yeah. out of the game. Yes, they were decent enough, but when it comes to pressing, Manchester United were getting into the uh, Nottingham Forest half, still playing comfortable slow passing Perfect, game into, yeah. deep into the into the into the Nottingham Forest half. I didn't understand but when they got the ball they had energy mm. you could actually tell that they had a lot of energy they, they, but when they don't have it they didn't look like so for me I think there's a problem with the coaching yeah, at yeah. that club yeah and and uh, because the recruitment has been decent they've got decent players yes, they uh, but they, they, they haven't uh, come around but it's all about uh, Manchester United and uh, in truth uh, the just desserts for the turnaround at that club uh, Chris is a, a berth at Wembley uh, for a cup final against a formidable Newcastle side which makes a very inter- entertaining uh, final and indeed when people saw the semi-final lineup, this is the dream final yeah. from those semi-finals. Definitely. Um, I think when you're taking a look at a match that's first of all going to get people watching, definitely one of them um, when you're taking a look at Newcastle they're sort of very quiet almost trot up the the league table I think and where they sit at the moment very indicative of the turnaround that's happened there but also I think for United they have won the last 12 home games in all competitions and it's their longest streak since uh, between May and December 2017 so we can definitely start to see and track the progress now so uh, this final is going to be fantastic yeah going to be very very uh, interesting and entertaining this final uh, potentially because uh, these are two teams that are on the rise. It's on the 26th of February and I'm sure we will all be tuned in to see who prevails at Wembley. Could be Eric Ten Hag and Manchester United's first trophy uh, in a while. First for Eric Ten Hag as gaffer at Manchester United and then first for United in a very long time. Alright, let's go to Spain. The league that makes football all so beautiful where artistry and strokes of genius are the order of any day. 
where the game is played with a smile and Real Madrid has Benzema. Karim Benzema has kept his nerve and has given Real Madrid the lead. All the news from the Spanish La Liga on CFM Sport. Uh, just to wrap up that uh, Manchester United piece, uh, just to advise those that haven't seen it yet, Mason Greenwood, of course, having all uh, the uh, charges of attempted rape, assault and coercive control against him uh, dropped. So he has probably the opportunity to resuscitate his footballing career, uh, but we'll see how that one goes. It's uh, uh, sad that it had to stop for such a time, but it's, I'm sure the investigation needed to be done. Uh, and uh, it's surprising that the, the, the adjudication came that way. I have a question for you. Say you're a boss at Manchester United. What do you do? Do you keep him at the club, uh, give him an opportunity to get back in there, or do you sell him off? I think first and foremost, uh, you, you you settle the, the, the wages uh, that mm-hmm. are outstanding, um, because I think they, they were held in abeyance until the, the, the conclusion of uh, the case. Uh, and then you ask the coach, if the coach feels that he can make a stake a claim, uh, certainly keep him there and give him as, as better, best an opportunity to, to fight for his place as is possible. He's an academy product. Mm-hmm. It'd be good to keep him at United. Uh, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't be in a rush to ship him out. Alos, do you agree? Wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> One <No>. word. <laughs> I go with you. What <laughs> went forward. Yeah, all right. All right. We're talking Spain, guys. Now, Barcelona coach Xavi uh, says the Catalans 2-1 away win at Real Betis to move eight points cl- clear at the top of La Liga was one of the best wins wins of the season. The result leaves Barcelona on 50 points from 19 matches with second place Real Madrid on 42 with a game in hand while Betis are 6th, 19 points behind the leaders. Let's hear from Barcelona coach Xavi Hernandez. Yeah, it's an amazing first leg because we did uh, 50 points uh, today with an amazing uh, performance, outstanding uh, level of a uh, lot of players. I'm really happy, really satisfied with uh, with this performance because we play an excellent game and this is this is the way because I'm I'm really happy the work is sometimes is doing uh, their fruit so I'm 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 especially happy today. See. All right, uh, Barcelona winning at the Villa Marina. Marine. Uh, it's not an easy venue to go to because Real Betis has been playing well under Pellegrini and uh, in truth you could tell the scoreline says it yes. Uh, but even the performance, Real Betis was well in that game. There, there was a lot of stop-start at uh, in, in points in that game where the referee was a bit whistle-happy. Uh, but a very entertaining game of football. And I understand where Xavi's coming from, that he enjoyed that win especially. Yeah, very good team. You know, even last season, you know, the way they played, where they finished off last season. You know, I think uh, they, they're, they're a little bit uh, below what they were. Uh, last season, but they are still a very, very good side, especially at home. From very formidable and uh, very entertaining match as well. Like the coach said, uh, and for us, uh, we were rooting. Uh, we are not Barcelona fans, <laughs> uh, but we were rooting for real, real Betis because of the Zimbabwe connection. Uh, Zimbabwe connection. No, I, I'm a Betis fan. Like. <laughs> Not just the replica jersey, I think being there and actually being in Sevilla with this team, yeah. experiencing the, the culture, system. match day, also got to go behind and see how they do business. I'm I, I got sold, sold completely. <laughs> That's what I always talk about. That clubs in Zimbabwe they don't realize how much of social networking that you can do to 
to actually they don't believe that you can walk out they yeah, think yeah. we can just play football on the field and fans can and just fans come. come yeah to no. just go out at Machipisa shopping center, you sweep, uh, autograph, Pepe. Ten fans, ten new fans. Yes, and those ten will pay. Then ten will pay, and then exponentially, those ten it will. It goes from there. Yeah, exactly. But they do, we, we don't do so. Imagine, Chris was sold because she got to, in, to to be with them yeah. I, i'm sure she also supports yeah. uh, fc platinum for obvious reasons <laughs> absolutely yeah. you know that? because of the engagement because yeah, yeah. of socializing with the people because of being with close to the people this is actually how you gain a lot of fans that's why manchester united goes to to china yeah, yeah. They they're not going the there for yeah. all to just they and are going also, there to create more fans yeah. you have to be very intentional about the match day experience yes. there is not a meter in that stadium that you walk and there's no branding mm. yeah. it is very intentional throughout how you get in how you get out if you can imagine stadiums that big it doesn't take all of 20 minutes for you to enter and exit that stadium yeah, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. very very quick it's seamless very and organized. honestly they make it such a joy for you to be part of that team and a very tough venue to travel to as barcelona will attest last night they were at the via marine uh, which is the home of real betis football club and the reference to fc platinum of course is because fc platinum has a partnership with real betis apart from the betis academy zimbabwe uh, that is in partnership with real betis real madrid will close the gap to barca back to five points if they win at home against Valencia tonight which again will be an entertaining affair Valencia not at the level that they used to be but still a very very tough cookie uh, next is Germany horsepower unmatched talk to beat the best speed unrivaled sleek and easy on the eye Let's get behind the wheel of football engineered to perfection. The Bundesliga, made in Germany. Right, so Bayern Munich head coach Julian Nagelsmann, uh, Chris's favorite man, praised uh, the creativity of new signing Jacques Cancelo in last night's 4-0 win at Mainz uh, that booked their spot in the German Cup quarterfinals. Fullback Cancelo, who joined from Manchester City on an initial loan deal for the rest of the season, set up Eric Maxim uh, Chupomoting uh, for the opening goal as Bayern bagged their first win of 2023. And uh, to have an assist... And rather early in your debut for a new team can never be a bad thing, can it? Yeah, of course. You know, you want to start on a high because, uh, you know, sometimes, especially when you arrive as a high-profile player, you know, sometimes you arrive at a, at a team and people, the fans are not as sure about you. They don't know what you really yeah. are about. So your you game is conscious. You're conscious. You don't really uh, ex- express yourself. But when you arrive there, when people already... Are expecting something. Yep. It's a good feeling to actually provide something. And we talked about Cancelo's uh, uh, penchant almost for adventure <laughs> uh, in that fullback position. Uh, and uh, in truth, getting assist so early in his in his debut just is example to that. Of 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 the 
the adventure and abandon he plays the yeah, game. Definitely. And I think his impact was felt just on this very first match day. And I think in this particular play, Union Nagelsmann has sort of found an additional level of dynamism that previously very was young. not there um, at Bayern Munich and sorely needed if you take a look at the way they were now scoring. And mm. I hope that this wasn't just, you know, the introductory sort of flight and that this continues. Um, and Jao Cancelo has a fantastic time with Bayern. No, I think he's going to continue uh, from where he's started. He's an absolutely brilliant uh, player. Uh, now, holders RB Leipzig also moved into the next round with a 3-1 victory over Hoffenheim. And uh, that'll be uh, just the tonic for RB Leipzig. Uh, they, they, they've been having patchy form of late, uh, but uh, progress in the cup is always a good thing for any team whatsoever. Straight after this, we'll go to Italy. The Nerazzurri, the Black and Blues, Inter Milan. Barella, and of all the people, of all the people, Arturo Vidal. The Giallo Rossi, the Yellow and Reds, AS Roma. Dybala slides, 100 goals in Serie A for Paolo Dybala. The Rossoneri, the Red and Black, AC Milan. Rafael Yao, player of the month. The Bianconeri, the black and white Juventus. And this is happy Portadino. Another late show from Juventus. Tough yet colorful. The best of Italian football on Z. Let's end on this shock bombshell where Roma suffered a shock exit uh, from the Coppa Italia in a 2-1 defeat to visitors Cremonese, who survived a late onslaught to claim a spot in the semi-finals. Here, get this, guys. Cremonese. They are yet to win in Serie A this season. They are <laughs> bottom of the table. They knocked league leaders Napoli out in the last round. So they have a taste for the cup. The, let's call Cremonese Shai Samfar. <laughs> They're in the semi-final of the, of the Coppa Italia Beating Roma And in the previous round Beating Napoli Who are playing squash-buckling football Of squash-buckling football I'm sad that, that, that the, 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 the We want top teams in that In, in the, that, Coppa, the, Italia. the Coppa Italia <laughs> So, yeah, I'm happy for them yeah. I'm, I'm, happy, I'm happy for them But at the end of the day Like we said about the, the Cup Cup Mm. We 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 here. Be, there, there was a dream final. Yeah, There's right. a dream final coming up. My this is, this can actually look like there won't be a dream final there yeah, right. in the Copa Italia. But well done to Crimo, to to Crimones. They are doing they are, they are doing well. Beating Napoli is not a joke, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially this season, it's, it's not a joke. So them they, they they should have been playing good football. Mm. I don't know why they are not transforming that to the league. Because <laughs> 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 they then dispatched Roma last night. Shamori. That is something to behold. But in the league, it looks like they're going to be cut adrift. Lots of football to be played in, in Serie A, so they may yet survive. Uh, but so far, it's the cup that they have a taste for. Right, tomorrow is our build up show. That's a preview show for the weekend, so don't miss it. It's always a good one. We're here from five, hours, five past six uh, through to seven o'clock. Don't miss that. May God richly bless you. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Manandi, out. Sports stories. Max Verstappen has taken the championship.
checkered flag to win the Japanese Grand Prix. The biggest interviews. These are happy tears, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. And I wouldn't be Serena if it wasn't Venus. So thank you, Venus. And all the analysis right here. There's no question that LeBron James at the worst is a top three player in the history of basketball since the game was invented. I don't want to hear that. It's just blasphemous. Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport. It's CFM Sport on CFM Stereo. My station, your station. Hi, this is Mike Mundell and you can catch me and the team for all the latest breaking news out of the world of sport, local as well as international on your favorite station, my station, your station, ZFM. We are Z Team on ZFM Sport. Z.